You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. That the Eved cannot um, go out with a, looks like a bell around his neck. However, right, he, he can't go with the bell around his neck, right? However, he can go around with a bell that's attached to his jacket. We've said yesterday that this Bryson was talking about that the Odon made him wear it. Hmm. So why did we say the stuff on his neck he shouldn't go out with? It must be because it could break. Dilma Mipsik. And he wants to show it. It's, it's made out of metal. He wants to show the, the balabas that he's not trying to th- throw it away. And he wants to bring it to him. Well, since it's made out of metal, it's not like we said yesterday, it's made out of earth. It's made out of metal. Maybe what will happen is, is that it is metal. It's something that has a value. And if it breaks, he wants to show the auto and he's got it. You have to say Nukimta. How can it be that what's on your neck is worse than what's on your beged? Usually it gets more jostled what's on your beged. You have to say, that you actually tied it up. You tied it up very, uh, very uh, strongly, and it's not going to fall off. Remember what we said before? Whenever you have arigos, <laughs> and we said, whenever you have things that are narag, so those things are woven in such a strong way, you don't have to worry. That's what we're going to say here, too. It's woven in such a strong way, you don't have to worry about falling off. You can go out with Shabbos on Shabbos wearing it. Okay, the Bryce also said, But let's say, the, remember we said the animal has a brand. So it's a, something around its neck that indicates what it is, right? It could be a, a type of uh, rope that's tied in a certain way. Or a certain type of uh, tying that's 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 indicated on on its on, on what it wears, like some sort of like like a sweater, like you see the animals have. Can't go out with the with the bell on its neck. That was a quote of the Brisa yesterday. So now we know that we're talking about something metal. That's what we proved. And it's something, so why? Why is it? This is a nice thing. Uh, you probably want the, uh, the, the animal to have it because this way the animal makes noise or whatever it is. It looks good. The animal looks good this way. So why isn't it a makabotuma? And I'll show you that it should. Raminu. Zug shal You know, we have a, a brisa that says that the zug that animals wear, that can become tome. Hold on, I want to get the right page. Now, Michelle Dellis, <laughs> let's say the bell is on a ha- on a door, Tahira. Why why if it's on the door is it Tahar? Because that's part of the door. As Rashi says, And therefore, even though there's like a knocker or a bell that makes noise, it's all part of the house. 
So therefore, technically, the bell doesn't become tame. It's part of the house. A house is, is a double machuber, it's not makabotuma, the bell also not. But the bell on the animal, we said, is makabotuma. Let's say Sheldelis. Let's say originally it was on the knocker of the door. And then you decided, oh, I'm going to take it off and put it on the animal. Why? We'll see in a minute. Shelbehema, Vaosuladelis, though, let's say originally was on the animal. And you didn't really change it at all. You just attached it. You didn't actually change the actual bell. You might have put some string or something to now connect it or maybe plaster it to the to the but the actual shape of the bell and the form of the bell is the same, even though you, you put nails in it to 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 anchor it into the door. Right? Look what he says. I'll be shahibru videlis for cover by masmerim. You actually put nails in it. Tome. Why? So here's why it's the steer, the two brises. Remember, what did the brises say on the page before? That an animal, uh, an animal bell is, is what? Is tame. But here we're talking about an animal bell that you actually do what? Um, so the opposite. We say animal bell is tahar. Here, that's what we saw on, on the page before. Here we're going to show you how tame the animal bell is. That even though now you've you've sort of uh, you, you you've concretized it into the into the door, it's still tame. Because that's not called the shinimaisa. Putting masmeirim in something, the shape is essentially the same. And remember, your machshava originally was it should be on the animal, and on the animal makes it a tame keli for you. So therefore, that's a steer to the brysa from on the Ahmed Aleph, the uh, Ahmed Beis. The brysa on Ahmed Beis said that it's not makabal tuma. And here we're saying it is makabal tuma. So the Gemara says, like Kasha, the isle invil, the lesle invil, right? The invil, right? So we're talking about that little knocker, that little piece of metal that clangs, right? That's the invil, right? Batidil Rashi says, That's the bell. It's got the bell shape, but this is what actually causes it to ring, the ringer. So if it's got a ringer, then um, then it's tame on an animal. Since without a ringer, it's tohar. Mar says one second. Monahu. Is is this a Kaylee or not? be the last way in bill. Doesn't need the ringer. It's got the shape of a Kaylee. And it looks different, makes an impression. Ilav monahu, and if it's not a mona, if you're telling me this is not called a mona, it's called some sort of, it's, it's not a keli that the animal wears. And that's why it's it's not tame. So, invu mashvile mona, how does the ringing make it into a, a, a keli? As I said, it does. Really, it's not a mona. It's what makes it a mona, what makes it a keli for an animal is the fact that it's got the ringing. In other words, it's 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 even though it it's it's a pasha klimatchas and you can't do much with it, but it's mashmiya kol. Mashmiya kol is what gives it a shame, Kaylee. Shenemar, we know the pasuk by midnight is called davar tavirabeish. There's an extra word here, davar. Kol dover asher yovo ba'esh taviru ba'esh. 
You say kol asher yovabesh. What do you have to say the word davar? So we had a drasha. Chazal have a drasha. Afil dibur. Even though all it's good for is to hear something, it's like a sound, like a voice. It's like saying a message. That's called a keli, and therefore yovabesh. So that's the raya, that that's the brysa that says, the second brysa that says that a kli behema, I know we're talking about Bameish in this parak, but now we're going back to a, a, a bell on an animal. That's the proof that a, where a bell on an animal is tame. So my kimta. So any kli with a purpose is tame. A metal one. A metal kli with a purpose like that. But especially this purpose, Henach. The purpose of sending a, a message, a voice, an, an announcement. That's what we're talking about. A dibur. That there's something here that there's a communication aspect. There's right, a, communic- right. a communicative aspect of it is what we're talking about. So Mayukimta, where do we say that um, the Brysa on, on the page before? That's talking about Pedalespe Inville. That's where it doesn't have the, the clapper. It doesn't have the ringer. So then why does it say Amy Mitsuyasa? It says that right? That there, if there's no ringer, So this answer, if you're gonna tell me that the price on the page before is without the ringer, so um, is without the ringer, so then then it shouldn't be makabel to me either. We know that if a person makes uh, <coughs> Rashi explains why you would want to do this. Let's say you want to grind up spices. So why do you want to grind up spices? You're using a, a grinder to get the spices ready that you're now going to set on fire and it's going to be, it's going to give you a good smell. Because we know from Croesus, as every, every good Sephardi knows, who says, Pita Maktairis, Shahakol Yophilip Sotmim. So basically, when you grind it, it grinds with a noise. So, Chaosezogin Limachteshes. So you actually want to grind it with a bell-like object. Like the object, as you're grinding it, it's going to ring, ring, ring. That's somehow good. It somehow affects the quality of the B'Savim. Coal is you up for the B'Savim. Where else? La'arisa. You make a bell that's special for a baby to sleep in, right? Why? So the kid, right? The kid can what? That the, the, the the kid will sleep because he hears the ringing, right? Wind chimes, right? Or maybe the kid plays with it a little bit, like a mobile. And this way he'll sleep, right? What else? What's that? Basically, what this is like this. This is what they use to tell the kid... To call the kids to shul. Right, but this was on the books, Hanach. In other words, basically, they would cover the sfarim with, 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 with a material. On the bottom of the material that they covered the sfarim with were little bells. So this way, 
when they would br- when they would bring the Sfarim to the Beis Haknesses, and the kids would know recess is over because they know that the Sefer is coming. So the Sfarim would have little bells on it to send the message, hey, it's time to learn. And also what? Umatecha Sfarim, Umatecha Tinokos. Or just like you don't want to lose the kid, right? The kid's a little uh, a, a, a toddler. You want to know where he is, so this way you'll hear him. All of those things, what's the halacha? Yesh lem inbal, if the ringer's in there and it works, tmein. Ein lem inbal tohirin. Okay. What would be nitlu inbalehem? Let's say like this. Let's say the ringer was in there, but somehow it got broken. Somehow the, the ringer became disconnected. So what's the din? The din is a still makabotuma. I die into Mosamalayam. Now. So what do you see? You see that even without an inbow, right? Uh what's it has to have the inbow to be tome. So how are you telling me in the Bryce on Ahmed Bays that we did yesterday that we're telling me now it doesn't have an inbow? So how, when the Ebed walks around with it, is a Tomei? So the Gemara answers, everything you showed me about the ringer, it had to do, when it talked about people, it talked about children. About children. For children, Vatinok, do the kolavi delay. There, the communication aspect is, is, is crucial. You have to be able to hear it. Avogadol, when it comes to an Ebed, even though the ringer's not there, and therefore, it could be makabotum if it's made, as we said, it's made of metal, it's a zug, it's a, it's a bell, it's made of metal, makabotum. That's the tariffs we're going to come with. But now that we mention, now that we quote that brisa, we're going to try to analyze it. Hmm. The brisa said that it was tame, but then the ringer came out. So the tomb is still there. Why isn't it called a broken keli? Shouldn't it be like a keli that broke? It doesn't work anymore. There's something you can do. Abaya says it's not really broken. You don't have to take it to, you know, uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, to fix it. Eh, you can fix it yourself. Most people are able to put the ringer back in. So therefore, even though the ringer's out now, it's not really a broken K. We, we see how easy it is to fix. So we, we, we view it as if the ringer is still in there. Rav says, is that true? We know we have a Bryce that says when it comes to Tuma, Hazug Vainval Chibur, which means what? When they're together, one part becomes, let's say I have a giant bell like the Liberty Bell. Right? So the, 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 the Sheretz falls on one part. Every part of it is Tame, even the ringer inside, because it's called the Chibur. So what do you see? You see that it's called the Chibur. If it's not there, right? Obviously, there's no chibur. You got to have it together. The chitame, maybe about Rav says, maybe this is what you want to say, Abaya. You want to tell me that since it can easily be put back together, it's as if it's put together now. I'll show you that's not true because here's something similar. Now, Tanya, let's say we had this a couple of pages ago. Let's say you have a, uh, a scissors that barbers use, and they put the two uh, things to sides together and, and when, they, when they're giving haircuts. Okay? 
So when they're giving haircuts, the two things are together. Or izemu shorihitni. Or these carpenters, when they shave off wood to make it smooth, they stick the the the, the sock in into the to the container, and then they take it out when they're not using it. And the same thing with the barber. When the barber's not cutting hair, really, he has no reason to keep it together. And most barbers will set, take them apart. But there's going to be some barbers and some carpenters, even though they're not working now, they're still going to be together. But these are, so what's the halacha? So the halacha is like this. Chibur v'tuma. It's called, as they're together, we say, that if some if if a tuma, if, if if something tummy touches one thing, the other parts also tummy. However, let's say it was tumas mace, and you had to do hazah on the keli, ain chibur hazah, meaning that this the the uh, parts of the sprinkling water has to fall on each part. Vamrina, and we know there's a question on this. Bryce uh, Rava says, Manifshach, uh, how are we going to look at this? If you're going to tell me that even though the barber's not using it now, but they are connected, it's considered one keli. I feel So it should be when it comes to hazo also. Meaning you don't need, just like a human being doesn't need the sprinkles on all parts of his body, any part of his body works. When it comes to hazo to be to become no longer tame from Tumas Mace, you shouldn't need it on the whole thing. Below Hebrew. And if it's not called a chibur, a amilo, then then if it touches one part, the other part shouldn't be tame. So we know, Rava said, our mutual Rebbe, your uncle, Rabba said, Rabba, that obviously this brisa needs to be interpreted. The Devar Torah, according to the din of the Torah itself, Bishas Melocha Chibur. It's only when the barber is using it. It's the hours are open. Anybody can come sit down and take a haircut. That's when these two things are considered one. And that would be if, if it became Tommy then, if, if, if somebody drops that in the barber chair while he's giving a haircut or while the hours of service is on, then it's called the Chibra Bain Latuma Bain Lazah. It gets the Chumra of Tuma, but it gets the Kula of Azah. But the sprinkling doesn't have to go on both parts. If he's not really using it now, it's really meant to be taken apart. But Chazal were gozru al tuma shalei b'shas melacha. They made they made exeris tuma on. So let's say, for example, what happened was, let's say one part of it. Let's say the dead guy or a sheretz touches one part of the scissors and not the other part. Really, it should only be the part that the uh, the part that it touched. The other part, even though technically it's connected, it's really not meant to be connected. And the tuma shouldn't be because the keli can't be makabel. Remember, the second part of the keli is not an avatuma, right? A keli is only makabel tuma from from an avatuma. So the sheretz is the av. The sheretz makes one part of the scissors a rishon. The part that's technically connected to it, but really is, it's, it should be like it's disconnected, shouldn't be tame at all. The chazal making zera as if it's part of, as if it's the thing the sheretz touched. Let's read the words again inside. Why? Because during shas malacha, while the haircuts are going on, the whole thing is tame, obviously both parts. 
But we also say, let's say the, 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 the guy drops dead in the, in the barber's chair. We're going to be machmir when the, when the Kohen who does hazah from the paraduma water, when we machmir that it falls on both parts of the scissors. So what does Rava gain from all this? He shows you that unless it's mamish connected, it's not going to be tome. So even, even in these scissors, so you're going to tell me that the, the clapper fell out of the, the bell, that that's tome? How could that be tome? Because you're going to put it back? What's he going to explain why it's tome? Hoyil. You can still make a noise out of it. Okay, you're right. It doesn't. You can't just shake it and it makes a noise. But if you have another piece of, of, of a shard and you bang on that, it'll still make a noise. So it's still technically a bell. It doesn't make sound as easily as it does, but even without the involve from inside of it, it still can mean something. It's Marnami and Rabbi he said, like Rava, that's why it's still Tomei. Rabbi Yechonon Omar, no. Rabbi Yechonon Omar, really, it's not a bell anymore. It's not really a bell. And that really, it should be Tohar. But the reason why it's not, the invil is out of it. It was Tomei before. Now the, 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 the clapper came out. You can still use it for something. What? It's a little cup. For a little kitty cup, you can pour for, for a little kitty cup, you can drink it. So therefore, what do you see? Rabbi Yochanan, low boy, me'ein melocha rishona. That the tuma, even though when it was makabo tuma, when it was forged to be a kleed makabo tuma, was meant to be a ringer, but now you're, you flip it on its end and you use it as a little sippy cup, it's still called tuma. Even though what it's meant for to be used now is not in any way like what it was meant to be done originally. Rova felt, hey, it's still technically a bell. Hey, look, I can still make it a bell. Right? Abaya says I can mamish turn it back into the original bell. Rova says I can still use it like as a Bidiyevit type of bell. Rabbi Yechon says, this doesn't mean bell, shmel. It's not a bell, but it's a cup. It used to be, it was, it became, it was Makabutum as a bell. Now it's a cup. So you see, Rabbi Yechon, Hmm. Is that true? Rabbi Yechonin says you don't need it? Vatanya, we have a mission in Caleb. In uh, Oilus, I think it is. Where is it? Yeah. Um, in, in the Chagiga. Okay. Coke, it's about, but it's about, Tumas, it's about Merkav. It's about, we know that anything that a Zov or a Metzairah sits on or a Nida has a din of an Avatuma. That's a Mishkav or a Moish of a Zov. Coke, we Okay, it becomes an avatuma. So Yocho, how about this? Let's say the Zover, the Nidra, the Mitzayra sits on an item that's really meant to be to fill up. It's it's a measuring cup. It's a giant measuring cup that you fill with stuff in. And you've put a saw's worth of material in there. But you can flip it on its backside and sit on it like like a chair. Would that be Makabal Tumas Medras? Tarkav. Tarkav is a little bit is, is too kavim. It's a little bit smaller. What does the Pasik say? It says Asher Yeshev in the future. Hazov. 
It's something, it's not just something that you decided, you know, uh, gerrymandered uh, to become a, a chair. It's something that's miyuchad for sitting in. You look at this, they could talk, it would tell you, hey, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be used as a measuring item. What are you sitting on me? Hey, get off of me. If, the, if it could talk, we know what it was meant for. So that doesn't, it's tame, but it doesn't have a din of an avatuma. It doesn't become a moshe of azov. Rebbe Lezer, Eimer. Rebbe says, That's true, a special din with Tumas Medras. Tumas Medras, they don't become tame. But the ain oimrim betomei meis amoyed v'nasei melachteno. When it comes to tumas meis, we don't say that. Meaning, let's say you have something that, um, for example, Rashi's going to explain. Let's say imnitma v'nishbar. Let's say something was in a room with a mace with tumas oel, and now it broke. V'odel roi v'melocha ba'alma she'ain me'ain melocha rishona. So let's say what it was originally was supposed to be a bell. And then it was with the mace, and then the invo broke. And now it can't be used what it was meant for originally. The kivan the lochazi lochi yetar. The lomrin and amud vanasem lochtenu rishona. The kivan the lochazi yetar. Which means what? The special din of Amod Vasemalachtenu only applies to Tumas Medras. It doesn't apply to Tumas Mace. Tumas Mace, the shame tum is there, even though what it is now is not what it was meant to be. That's what Rebbe Lezer says. Bimadrasot, it's a special din. It doesn't get the, the tumor that you would think it would get. But when it comes to Tumas Mace, we don't say that. So even though, right? Tumas Mace, Amod we don't say, hey, I was meant to be a bell. I'm not a bell. Well, now you're a cup. Rabbi Yochanan disagreed. He said, Af omer even when it comes to Tumas Mace, if something was originally became Tame, and now, even though some people will call it a Kaili, but it's not what it was meant to do originally, Rabbi Yochanan say, you say, you learn out from what it says by Azov, the same way by Azov, we say, Amod we're going to say the same thing when it comes to Tumas Mace. So that goes directly against what we heard about the bell. It's a steer in Rabbi Yochanan. Slimara says, You know what? Rabbi Yochanan was not, we're going to switch it. This that we saw where Rabbi Yochanan says, You know what? We'll switch him and Rabbi Yochanan. <laughs> we'll make Rabbi Yochanan the second opinion. And uh, Rabbi Yosef Hanina was the sec, was the one about you can still drink from a sippy cup. Because this way, the two Rabbi Yochanan's are on a steer with each other. So the Gemara says, hmm, um, why, do you, why are you switching that part? Switch the last one. The last one was the one that, that was a steer. Maybe let's say in the last one, Rabbi Lozer and Rabbi Yochanan are the one that switches. And that way it could still work. Gemara says, Because we have in another place, Rabbi Yochanan seems to say that when it comes to Tuma, it needs to be in line with what it originally was. For example, Let's say you had 
uh, a, a shoe, like a horseshoe, that was made of metal that you meant for the horse or the animal to wear to protect it. It's made out of metal. So now it falls off. Hmm. It falls off. Why should it be still tummy? Well, my chazi. It doesn't seem to be working anymore. So why is it tummy? Amarav. You know why? Because, I guess, if you take the horse out to war with you, even though it's not really sticking on his feet properly, but you could still take a drink out of your canteen out of it. Rabbi Eichman says no. The point is, when you're running away from the army, when you're running away from the front, you can actually take that and put it on your feet. And you'll be able to run on all the thorns and everything else. So you see, it's still like a horseshoe. It's still like something that, uh, that can protect your feet. Maybe it won't protect the horse's feet or protect your feet, but it's still basically something that protects feet out there. So, is that the same thing as what he said about the the sippy cup that didn't work in the bell? That's that's so that's why we know he didn't say the thing about the sippy cup. We have Yochanan. In other words, we have two places where Yoch, the name Yochanan is attached that it has to be like what it was originally. So that's a raya that the place where it talked about the sippy cup, it must we've gotten we must have gotten the names confused. My bain Rav or Rabchanina, Lamaisa both say that it's Tomei. What's Let's say it's disgusting. If it's disgusting, Rob would say you're not going to drink from it. Well, you can still might put it on your feet, but you're not going to drink from it. Right? What does it mean, Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Chanina? Remember? I'm sorry, I skipped something. Rabbi Chanina says, you know what you can do with this? You can take it and you can use it to apply oil. Somewhere it says, let's say it's super heavy. If it's super heavy, then what's going to be? You can't run with it. It's a real heavy boot. You might be able to apply oil with it, but you're not going to be able to run with it. Okay, we got a couple. I just want to do, I know we, uh, we're we supposed to stop over here, but I want to just go, go into Amid Bay's just for a second. What do you say? A woman can't go with ear shows off. My beer shows off. What is that? As I said before, it's Yushalayim Didahava. It's a Yushal, it's, it, it's like a brooch that looks like Yushalayim. That we know what? Kidavler Bekiva with the Vitu. Rekha gave to his wife. You remember, they were sitting there in, in the barn. Her, her father had thrown both of them out. And he took out the tevin out of her hair, and he said, you know what, if you stay with me and you support me, eventually I will give you, uh, I will give you an ear shows of. And that's what he ended up doing. Tanarabana, though, lotei should be ear shows of. So I would have thought from our Mishnah that it's Oster because she might want to show it off. Rameyer says, you're chayev chatas, which is a chiddish. I guess part of it is because some say because it's so heavy, right? And some say the Nitziv says a beautiful shot. Nitziv says the whole thing is to remember the Chorban. That's the idea of why you wear the ear shows off. So technically, as beautiful as it is, it's all about sending a message. You know, it's like people think I'm, I'm, I'm wearing it. Okay, how the, 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 some of the posts come originally felt that if you don't, let's say, for example, you, you, you don't need to see perfectly to get to Shul. 
But if you wear glasses that, that give you perfect vision, so some folks can say, that's not mutter to wear on Shabbos outside. It's like having a, what, it's a keli. You happen to be wearing it on your face. So is there, it's not so posh. It's from David Cohen, the sign gave me a psak that if you could get the shul without glasses, that you can't, even though you see better and clearer, then if it's not a sakana, then you shouldn't be wearing glasses in the street. So the same thing over here. It looks beautiful, but the purpose of it is really, it's, it's, it's to magnify things with glasses. And the purpose of the ear shows of is to remember the Chorban. So therefore, even though it's a, it does look good, but the main purpose of it is like, a, it's like a Kaylee that you're carrying. Hey, look at me. Look at the Chorban. Remember the Chorban. I want you to remember the Chorban too. That's why Rav Meir says your Chayi V'chatas, if you wear it. We're afraid people should wear it because we're afraid they might want to take it off. But your partner. Rabbi Lezer, no. No, she could wear it. What's the machlekes? But my kamifuk. Rav Meir Savar Masoyu. Like I explained according to the Nitziv. Rabbanan Savre Tachshadu. It's a beautiful thing. So why shouldn't you wear it? Dilma Shalfu Machvile. Because she wants to show it off to her friend. Look at this thing my husband got me. He he treats me like Rabbi Kiva's wife. Ba'asi Lasuye. Dalad Amas. And she's going to have it in her hand. She'll forget to put it back on. She's in Rishos Arabim. Rabbi Lezer Savar. Man Darke Lamevik Beir Shosov. Who goes out Beir Shosov? Who can afford an ear shows of? Isha Chashuva. Someone who's obviously an aristocratic woman, a rich woman, aristocratic woman. Isha Chashuva, Meshafel Machvia. So this is a big Chiddush. And we're seeing that there's a difference in what that we saw this when it came to uh, Haseba, remember at the Seder and other things like that. There's a Isha Chashuva. The regular halachas don't necessarily apply. The Xeris don't apply. And therefore, we, we know she's, she's like, she's not going to show off, right? It's only bumpkins that show off. It's only hicks that show off. Isha is not going to show off. She's going to keep it on. Kalila, when it comes to Kalila, so Rav Osir, that's something that goes wraps around uh, her her forehead. Shmuel Shari, when it's made completely of metal, everybody says it's Osir, but it's made of metal. Because she's going to want to take it off and show it. It's made of material that has little brilliant stones in it. So that's the that's the shaila. When something is, when do we have the xera of showing off? Is it only when it's totally made out of the metal, or what about if it's primarily uh, material but it has beautiful jewels in it? Marsavar anischaiker. One says that, look, what every, even though it's made out of nice material, the main thing you want to show off is the glittering jewels. No, it's material, and therefore she's not going to show it off. When he had this machlekes rabbit Shmuel, he said, no, everybody would hold that even though it's nice and has little brilliant diamonds in it, you don't take that off because it's basically a piece of material. That was Rav. Marsover, even though it's totally made out of metal, it's made of silver or gold. Marsover, man, dark, maybe the klila. Who has the money? Who has the to go out with a klila? Isha chashuva. Isha chashuva lo shafel machve. Omre Rav Shmuel Rav Chana Rav Yisef. The favorite Omre Lon Mishmei de Rav. 
Rav Shmuel Bar Yechana said to Rabbi Yosef, I heard, you told us, Rabbi Yosef, when you had your memory, 100%, I remember, Rabbi Yosef, you told us, in the name of Rav, Klila Shari, that you're allowed to go with a Klila. Aha. So now I get it. Which Klila are you allowed to go with? One made out of material. So that proves, like we saw before, that shows you that that answer that Ravashi said was right. That Rav and Shmuel never argued about material. They only argued about a case that was totally made Thanks out of for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.